Yo, this shit looks crazy. Things are getting weird. What the hell is going on? This is what the world looks like now. Things are getting weird. But all I know, all I know. Wake up, wake up, wake up. your truth and the world comes to you. What a great quote there by Mr. David Icke. Um, known as a controversial figure because he does say a lot of things that people don't like. Um, that was actually um, at the protest in London where thousands of people gathered at a uh, Trafalgar Square. I hope I said it right. And uh, I guess nine officers were injured and 16 arrested at the London anti-lockdown protest. Um, reading from the Irish Times. This is pretty crazy. Thousands of people masked at the square on Saturday carrying a variety of signs, flags, and placards to take part in a We Do Not Consent rally uh, with none appearing to wear face coverings or social distancing. But officers clashed with the protesters when police tried to shunt the event down because crowds were not complying with social distancing rules. Now, when they say that uh, officers tried to shut it down, they came with billy clubs and started smacking and beating people like they were now playing around. And the reason why is because they don't want people thinking it's okay to do rallies and protest, you know, not wearing a mask and social distancing. So they had to shut this down. Now, they don't do that with the BLM, you know, and if a BLM was even, you know, in England, which I, I think there is actually protests there, they don't shut them down. But you do what we do not consent about the flag or about social distancing or anything else, man. They shut you down, beat you, and no one talks about it. It's insane. Um, but, uh, yeah, they talk about reckless and violent behavior by the protesters, you know, because, you know, but <laughs> if it was BLM or something about that, it would be mostly peaceful protest while there's fires everywhere and people looting and coming out with televisions and PlayStations and like, you know, Gucci and like, it's just so ridiculous, man. Um, anyway, yeah, David Icke, uh, I wanted to just put that in there because I thought that was a great quote. Because um, it's true. And I think speaking, you know, your truth, you know, is all you can do. And it's the best thing you can do. Because I think we're lied to a lot. And I think people are scared um, of saying what they actually believe. 
Um, and that's why they believe, or I believe, in the silent majority that everybody talks about. The silent majority must exist because people cannot be this blind that they can't see through all of this bullshit that we're being fed on a daily basis. That's actually one thing I wanted to get into today is the mainstream media and even Fox News. Um, they are really getting crazy with the stories they're putting out. Um, today, I seen a story on Apple News, which happened to just pop up on my phone. I'm not even subscribed to them because I guess it costs $10 because they personalize it for you and it's curated just for you. Um, but I got a pop-up and it said, first thing was more than 1 million dead around globally from the coronavirus. So that's to scare you first off, okay? And then the second thing was being black in the outdoors. And the picture is of a larger black woman wearing a white dress in like a farmer field, I guess. And it says, how can you stay safe in nature where non-white people aren't always welcome? In the wake of a revolutionary summer, one writer tries to find answers outside. Now, I looked for this story. I tried to click back on it. I cannot find it. I don't know why. And then I went on Google and I went on Apple. I can't find it. Um, I don't know if I have to be subscribed, but there's no way on God's green earth that I'm going to subscribe to that. I mean, come on. So all white people, especially the ones that are outside in the wilderness, are going to be racist towards all black people. You know, come on. Why are you brainwashing people? Why are you doing this? You know, it's um, it's very hard not to see. And it's, uh, it's real gross. And everything is about that. And it's very divisive. Like I always say, I use that word a lot. It just is. And I wanted to talk about the mainstream media a little bit today of stuff they've done over the year. Um, first off, let's start off with um let's start off with Brett Kavanaugh um and how they slandered him when he was trying to get appointed or confirmed to the Supreme Court. All the stories that they wrote about him that weren't true. Um uh, Blase Ford, all the stories, it's just uh, that was a horrible, horrible thing to watch. That's actually what really made me kind of start looking at the news and what they were doing. Then the next thing was uh, the guy, or actually the kid, sorry, the kid that was with his class in D.C. at an anti-abortion rally, I believe, a pro-life rally, and was accused of being a racist white kid that was... Uh, being mean to a Indian elder, which was all fake. And uh, they actually got a lawsuit against CNN and they lost because it was all fake bullshit. Let's do another one. Uh, Jussie Smollett, Jussie Smollett, whatever you say. Um, juicy fruit. Um, I forget what his name is. His fake ass story that there were two Trump supporters out at 2 a.m. In Chicago on a cold winter's night at Subway, just waiting for him to beat him up and put a a noose around his neck, which he kept on for like 45 minutes until the cops came and it was made out of like shoestring. 
Yeah, remember that one? That was pretty big. The mainstream media, and just think about how much they tear down Trump and everything he does is somehow negative. Everything the Democrats do is perfect and justified and dignified and they're always fighting for the the little man and all this great stuff. The mainstream media. Here, I got a funny clip. This is um of a reporter having an interview with the Trump campaign or the Trump spokesman, I believe. Uh, listen to this. This is a story that was, it's another version of it from four years ago on it's the not. eve of a debate coordinated with the yeah. Democrats as a political Let's, hit. Okay, that's, Brian, I'm just going to stop you there. These okay. are remarkable reporters from the New York Times who went through 20 years of documents. It is not okay for you to accuse them with no facts of coordinating with the Democratic Party. Copy that. Please they stop doing that or this running. interview will they end. Had Brian, stop attacking the press. I have not seen you do that largely before. Stop doing that. I'm asking you direct questions. You can put the entire thing to bed if the president would release the records and show the American people what he says is true. That we are in charge of this planet, not the globalists and not their machines. So to Jeff Bezos and all the globalist technocrats and Tim Cook and their slave camps in China and all their evil, they try to cover up with Black Lives Matter, Marxism and the cop killing, I say to you, your technocracy is dead on arrival. You understand that? We are in charge of the planet, not Soros and not Satan. Do you understand that, Soros? You pathetic maggot. We are in charge, not you. Is that clear? Is that clear? You little maggot and your little maggot son. You understand that? You think you're going to have this fight and have robots win it? No. We'll defeat you and your goddamn robots. You understand that? Damn you to hell, you Satanist. That's my man, AJ. The best part of that is that he's walking around with a Braveheart sword picking off little statuettes and stuff as he's screaming it. That guy is so funny. Smart and funny as hell. Uh, a little crazy, but in a good way. So with that first audio clip of the interview, did you like how she spoke to him? How he couldn't get a word out? How she didn't like that he was degrading the news and the Democrat Party? And saying how they're in alliance together. Because they obviously are. I don't know a lot of people who don't believe that. But she got pissed. Real pissed. Um, pretty crazy. Uh, I use that word a lot. Crazy and insane. I know that. And I think it's because everything is crazy and insane right now. But I'm going to try to take note. And uh, not use those two words as much. I need better words. I need some new ones. So... I would like to also talk about another story. Now, this is a story which is very odd timing and just the whole thing. This story is about uh, Brad Pascal. He was the Trump campaign lead, the one that got him to win in uh, 2016. He ran the Trump campaign. So I guess on Sunday night, he got arrested for allegedly trying to commit suicide 
his wife, I guess, called the police and said that he had guns in the house and was saying that he wanted to harm himself. So the cops came and arrested him. They made him come out in the ground in the front lawn and arrested him without incident. It's very odd timing for this to happen. And it's very odd that this super hard worker, normal guy that was very successful, still working for Trump, I believe, just uh, does something different now, would do this. I mean, definitely possible, but the timing is very odd right before the debates. And there are no coincidences. Not in this game. So I don't know if, I don't know. Conspiracy theories, you know, maybe it was set up, maybe something happened. I have no idea, but that's the story. And guess what? It's crazy. Anyway, but yeah, that that happened just uh, Sunday night. So let's talk about the debate since we just talked about Brad. Uh, the debate is going to be tonight. I cannot wait for it. I'm very excited. I know Joe Biden did not agree to do the drug test that Trump wanted him to do. And, you know, that actually pisses me off. And I'll tell you why. Because when you go to get a job anywhere now, you need to get drug tested. Okay. If you're in the military, you get randomly drug tested. Now, if you're in the military, you know, you're giving your life for your country and you can get randomly drug tested and that's okay. But not Joe Biden. No, he's better than all of us and he's better than all of you. So he doesn't need to get drug tested. And I wonder why he doesn't want to get drug tested. Does he have something to hide or is he just too good for that? I would love to know. So maybe Trump will ask him tonight. I'm really hoping he does. Also, there was another thing that I believe uh, Trump wanted to have a third party make sure that none of them, both of them, didn't have any earpieces in. And I believe that Biden said no to that also. Um, one of the other arrangements that they were, I guess, talking about that Biden wanted a break every half hour and the Trump team wouldn't do it. They wouldn't agree to that part of the arrangement. So there's all this stuff going on. I'm really hoping that this thing lives up to the hype. I mean, if it's anything like how he tore up Hillary, it's going to be great. Um, I just hope that Joe Biden doesn't just stick to a script and just talk about healthcare and the coronavirus. Joe Biden said that if he was president or if Donald Trump wasn't in charge, that nobody would have died from the coronavirus which I thought was stupid for a second, but then I realized that it's probably true because then they'd have no need to do it. He likes to sniff little kids and women's hair. Joe Biden's gross. Joe Biden is corrupt. I don't like him. I don't know how, any, how anybody can, but some people don't like Trump. So, But at least Trump doesn't sniff little kids' hair and hug people weird and gaff all the time and not make any sense and you know if he is getting in the beginning stages of alzheimer's i feel bad for him for that you know i, I and he's he's had a hard life you know he's had a lot of hard things happen to him um 
but still there's a lot of stuff about him and his whole family i don't like they got rich off of the american taxpayers they put a lot of people in jail mostly black people because of the minimum minimum the minimum sentencing guidelines that they have for drug offenses you know that was biden he used to be super hard on crime and uh he used to be you know, abortion, you know, safe, rare, and legal. And he was, you know, this, and he's just a flip-flopping, toe-kissing, Obama-ass-kissing, whatever, robot now that works for them. He's a, what they, what do they say, Trojan horse for socialism? And the radicals in the party are just using him right now? Kamala Harris will be running the campaign. And she is the most progressive person in the Senate. She has voted the most radically out of anybody, even Bernie Sanders, which is absolutely surprising. Yes, she is. She'll most likely be the one running the country too, if Biden does get elected. But uh, hopefully he won't. So we'll see what happens. I wonder if um, Kamala Harris is going to do a debate with Mike Pence or anything like that, or if there's going to be, because I would like her to answer some questions. I don't think she's answered one question from one interviewer. I know Biden's done like almost zero, so we have no idea. You know, it's part of the game. Keep your mouth shut. You know, you were with Obama. They'll vote for you because of that. And, you know, vote blue no matter who type deal and uh they want him to keep his mouth shut too because he gaffed so much and they don't want her to talk because she has this like cackle that like makes your blood boil because of the things she's done she's kept people in jail longer so that they could be free labor or close to free she's protected uh child molesters i believe in california and wouldn't prosecute them because of some reason or another, she's controlled. She's controlled by the people, and she's very motivated to get to the top. So she is one of those people. You know how they say that uh, the person that you don't want to have power is the person that wants it the most? Well, she's that person. So something to look forward to. And maybe speaking Mandarin. That's something to look forward to, too. So, excited, like I said, for the debates tonight, and I'll have a good episode tomorrow. We'll talk about it. And to end on a nicer, brighter note, uh, let's talk about some real Insta stories. So, Elon Musk says he won't take coronavirus vaccine, calls Bill Gates a knucklehead. I like that. Very good. Why would Biden suddenly refuse to allow his earpiece to be checked for tonight's debate? Joe Biden's campaign agreed to an inspection for electronic earpieces at tonight's debate several days ago, but are now declining, a source familiar tells me. That was said by Ebony Bowden, or Bowden. And this one says, remember what happened last time they put Trump on a debate stage? Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. Let's it again. It's just awfully good that someone 
with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. That one never gets old, ever. <laughs> oh, you got a nice little picture here of uh, an Antifa guy from Portland. He's got... I can't even explain this. This guy's <laughs> got pink makeup for like eyes, eyeshadow and then purple and sparkles. And then his lips are like this ugly purple, but he's got like this big beard and like just normal. Everything else is normal about him. He kind of just looks like a normal guy. Really kind of creepy. Anyway, one thing I did want to say was they're all doing this thing now about uh, Trump's tax returns. Like in the interview we heard earlier, the truth is he was liable for $750. But if you read the New York times article, he actually paid, I think, $5 million in 2017 and 18. And um, he's paid, you know, a lot more money in taxes than that. It's a lie. And it was put together with the Democrat Party because they had the news articles written before the story even broke. So it was just like how CNN was at Roger Stone's house when they arrested him. And they came in with guns, assault rifles pointed at him, like six people at like five in the morning and somehow CNN was already there for at Roger Stone's house. They just happened to be there and they were just got a scoop. They just thought something might happen that day. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, we believe you. That's another thing. They're so uh, intertwined and they all work together. And it's just like, man, when you find this stuff out, it's, uh, it's creepy to know how things work in this country, especially our news media has become like the enemy of the state, man, really has. Another thing that you won't hear about if you're watching normal news, you know, ABC, CNN, stuff like that. Uh, Joe Biden gave 1.6% of his income to charity in 2019, while Trump gave entire salary to government. Former Vice President Joe Biden and his wife is from Breitbart. Dr. Jill Biden gave 1.6% of their income to charity in 2019, records show. The Bidens released several years of their tax returns ahead of their first presidential debate on Tuesday on the heels of a New York Times story on the Sunday that they claimed that Trump paid no taxes in some recent years due to business losses. The Times noted that Trump had paid millions to the U.S. Treasury but rolled that forward to future taxes, uh, future tax years. Sorry. It also found no evidence of any links to Russia, as Democrats had long claimed, nor any links to other media-fueled conspiracy theories. The Biden's total taxable income was $944,737. They gave $14,700 in 2019. The charities to which they gave were Northern Virginia Community College Educational Foundation, which was $1,200, and St. Joseph on the Brandywine, where the Biden's son, Bo, is buried, 2000. Westminster uh, Presbyterian Church, 1500. They also list $10,000 in contributions from Giacopa uh, Corp, one of the S corporations the Bidens use for some of their income, thereby avoiding Medicare and Social Security taxes, which I told you that story, I think, on the last episode. The Bidens have a history of paltry giving. In 2008, ABC News report that they had given only $369 per year on average for the previous decade. They had never given more than $995 in any given year. They gave more after Biden left office and found new lucrative opportunities, Forbes reported last year. 
Joe Biden, oh, which actually goes with what I told you. When they're in office, they make deals. When they get out, they get paid to speak for things they did in office. It's a little scam they do. But we talked about that already. But Joe Biden and his wife donated just 70000 to the charity in two decades leading up to 2017 per their tax returns. But when their earnings skyrocketed in 2017, I wonder why. So did their giving. That year, they handed more than $1 million, or about 9% of their income, to 26 charities, including their family's Bo Biden Foundation for the Protection of Children, $150,000, and the Joseph Biden Foundation, which was $100,000. They gave $275,796 in 2018, but with their 2019 return, the Bidens appeared to have dropped back to a lower level of giving. President Trump has donated his entire salary to the U.S. since taking office. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany told Breitbart News that Trump has given $1.4 million in salary to the federal government. I really do hope he brings that up tonight in the debates, and I hope you guys are all ready for it, and I hope it's as good as it seems to be being pumped up to be. So, you guys be good, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good day. This is what the world looks like now. Those are getting weird. All I know, all I know. Wake up, 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 wake up.